Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. And we are here with season 12, where we are bringing you a horror movie a day, every day in October for Halloween. And as we approach the end, I thought I would bring you a true classic of the 80s horror. And that is the John Carpenter's The Fog, written and directed by John Carpenter. And starring Adriana Barbe, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Houseman, Tom Atkins, James Canning and Janet Leigh. Like clockwork, the film echoes the weather phenomenon itself, lost at sea, obscure, faded, overshadowed by light. This metaphorical analysis relates to, of course, John Carpenter and his impressive CV of films. The Fog leisurely appeared in low-budget fashion two years after Halloween, a film that would put horror movies on the map. And a year after The Fog was the introduction of Kurt Russell's iconic performance of Snake Plisson in Escape from New York. And immediately after that was The Thing. So, you know, The Fog was sandwiched in between some timeless films that may have slowly compressed the attention in later years on The Fog. Logic in these kind of films frequently take a complete backseat in horrors, completely, sometimes even locked away in the boot. But there needs to be some plausibility that we can comprehend the rules or with the motives or reasoning. Now here, it's a fog that hides away some murdered sail ghosts who are out for what? Revenge? Scare? Redemption? We don't know. It's never really disputed who they are really after, but in some way that is the only flaw for this movie. The fog itself, regardless of the lack of logic, is completely cinematic in nature that really expresses this coastal town for all it's worth. The wide shots are used memorably to create a visualisation to the audience of the environment and lifestyle the characters all share. It's another community-style horror that share a somewhat supernatural dread, a story arc that gets recycled a bit in the horror genre. The blueprint echoes Halloween entirely, like a small American town, and as we slowly take our time with the characters scattered across this one town, who usually include an isolated woman, it will then establish a threat and the movie will take out the characters we saw at the start one by one. Some die, some live to appear in the sequel. In actual fact, The Fog is one of the few horrors not to have a sequel. However, it does have a dreaded remake done in 2005 that reflects the dreaded logic this film holds. Carpenter, I believe, is a director that belonged to a certain decade. His magic fizzled after the 90s, where his finesse and technique had no genuine manifestation in a decade that was developing faster than his now outdated style. He used his window of opportunity extremely well, much like how Michael J. Fox did with the capability he had in his short given time. The fog is very stylistic, the motive is simplistic and the atmospherically appealing as a plot. The film occurs just over a few days, which comprises the story for us that it makes it more central to the audience, meaning we are almost in sync with the characters' emotions and feelings and we get a respectable portion of time seeing things reveal themselves, the mysteries, the unexplained occurrences that the different characters go through and their personalities coming through in different ways to the same things, which gives us a diverse range of people in this town. It seems minimal and basic, but with that comes the attention on the aura this film gives off. The slow-talking Adriana, who essentially narrates the film in a not-so-official way, ignites this dark campfire tone that tempts audiences to huddle up and get a hot drink, creating that environment at home. So the story, yes, has some plot problems, but nothing to detract us from the overall enjoyment of this film. The shortage of gore and needed violence is intentionally left for a later decade, where Carpenter was smart 
us enough to know what was needed to deliver chills, not scares, was to wrap feelings around the audience instead of shoot them out of their seats. The classic sharp instrumental score, which he used again in The Thing, is a spooky, subdued confirmation of this mysterious ambience when we see this glowing fog and the ambiguity towards its presence. The campfire opening ghost story is a real cliche that isn't actually shown in many traditional horrors. And yes, the scene was added to extend the runtime of the movie, but the mood this generates is inch perfect, considering when the next 40 minutes is simple introducing characters where we get flashes of circumstances that seem odd. For me, the pacing is perfect, ever so slightly, cracking into the horror bit by bit in a spectacular timing as we get to the demise of the town when the fog eventually surrounds the town of Antonio Bay. John Carpenter sets a mood. He takes his time, slow enough to be considered a slow burner, but completely essential for stamping the foundations of a good atmospheric horror. He takes the necessary time to pull you into this town's history, the characters' backstories, and each encounter with the spooky sailors within the glowing fog. All the standard iconographies of a horror is introduced during the build-up, and this is used for the takeaway emotional mystique, not the scare or gore. A lighthouse is a naturally bizarre place where our central character is stationed, the campfire at the start, the hitchhiker, the lost boat, an event within the town where a speech is done to the entire community, the moody drive in the dark weather. All these things contribute to a great horror, absent of these aggressive qualities horror seem to have mandatory for, like blood, splatter, grotesque violence. The low budget are covered up by solid delivery and extremely natural cinematography that outlines the town in a majestic way. The consistently tense atmosphere which is supported by great performances who are borrowed from each eras of horror. Mother and daughter Janet Lee from Psycho and Halloween's Jamie Lee Curtis and with the usually low steady score This film, I think, is completely underrated for the experience you gain from just sitting there for a 100 minutes, completely transfixed, absorbed and submissive to the charming candlelight movie John Carpenter has produced for us. It is, without a shadow of a doubt, an atmospheric film, an atmospheric horror that experimented with mood rather than scare, and films are starting to boomerang back to this method. Anyway, that's all I have time for with John Carpenter's The Thing. A film that lacks logic but an ocean full of ambience and mysterious air that hovers over you whilst you watch this just like the glowing mystique of the fog when it hits San Antonio Bay. Anyway, please subscribe to my podcast. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google and Amazon. And you can drop me a follow on Instagram. That's Film Exploration AH or lowercase all one word. But for now, thank you for listening to Season 12 with Film Exploration with Ash Curry. Oh,